Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tea with Crema. I'll be one of your hosts today. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my best friend Emma. What up, y'all? If you've noticed, there's a difference in energy. It's because this is probably the longest time Emma and I have gone without talking to each other in a very long time. So it's been a minute. So yeah. But not like mm-hmm. we haven't talked to each other. We literally text each other every day, but we haven't seen each other face to face since. In a good hot minute. I think it's since your birthday. Yeah, since your birthday. Mm-hmm. So. And it's not like I can just like call you on like the regular phone because I ain't got international minutes like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna have I don't to know. That. No, really though, it's like it's such a pain in the butt. Like that is one of the things that I hate because like Isaac does not have an iPhone. So mm-hmm. I'd be having to like call him through WhatsApp and then WhatsApp is like <laughs> connectivity low or like the picture is bad. Oh, it's such a mess. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I feel like there are other apps that could work and I feel like I've heard of them before. But if anyone can remember, I think Jeffrey knows actually. I'll probably have to text him and figure it out. But there's an app that does all of the things that's apparently, you know, better than everything and it's not Slack. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, we have, so they use line. It's called line out here. And then it's like funny because people will be like, Oh, are you online? And like the first time I heard that, I was like, Oh yeah, I have Wi Fi. (laughs) 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 No, line is an app. And I was like, Well, I didn't know that. Jerks. Mm. Anyway, like we always call Telegram. Telegram. No, maybe it's not Telegram. I'll find out. Please do. Mm -hmm. Please do. But. Before I got rudely interrupted <laughs> with Chris's stream of consciousness, let's get started with our tea check-in. And I'm just like super hyped about the tea check-in right now because I got a hot water kettle, y'all. So <laughs> this is like a really big deal. Chris, what are you drinking today? I know. Emma never introduces the tea section. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I am drinking... Island Paradise, which is a blended green tea from Japan, of all places. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh! So it's made, it's made from like, uh, it says a sencha green tea. So I don't know what sencha is or why it's different, but apparently it's Japanese. And then there's also some almond flavoring and shredded coconut. And I will say I smelled the coconut when I was pouring it to be brewed, but I think that the flavors that really carried out are the green and the almond, which is nice because you know I can't mm. I can't stand coconut. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it worked out. I was a little nervous about it, but it really worked out. And it's from Specialty Tea Products. Is that from one of the sip spy teas? It is. Oh, see, it's still going strong over here, y'all. Like Chris is out here getting his sip spy boxes that the uh, what the trio had gifted us. But now I pay for it. It's it's real now. <laughs> It seems like it's been pretty solid. Yeah, the August, or not August box, the November box that I just got, I am very excited for. Like, there are some really promising flavors in there, so Yay. I'm excited. That's awesome. Maybe Sipsply will sponsor us. Maybe, one day. I think they're still, like, a small company looking for sponsors, so oh, we'll true. just mutually, we'll mutually look for sponsors together. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Emma, what are you drinking with your hot tea kettle water thing? So I tell Chris that I'm drinking tea and he's like, oh, what are you drinking? And I'm like, oh, English breakfast. And he goes, wow, basic. <laughs> so 
So yes, I know it's basic. Okay. I had an Amazon fresh order the other day and I needed like, I think it was like 330 yen to go over. And I was like, Oh, I don't have any tea. Mind you, I still don't have, I still didn't have a tea kettle by this point. So I just bought tea and it was sitting in my cupboard. So I bought like all this tea. So I also have some green tea as well. But fun fact, Sensha green tea is like, it's like roasted and grown in Japan. I actually only know this because I just assigned a export production and sustainability project to my kids and one of them decided to focus on green tea specifically in Japan. So I hmm. learned a little bit of some some. So when you said Sencha, I was like, wait, I know that. Wow. So it really is from Japan. It's not made up. And it's like a pretty, it's actually a pretty like intense process the way that it has to go through and like it gets dried and um, it like can only be considered Sencha if it's like grown in a certain part so it's a whole thing hmm. that kind of sounds like champagne like it's only champagne if it's from champagne yeah or like parmesan cheese what i i also learned about parmesan cheese during this honestly i learned about a whole lot of different exports during this project i just thought it'd be fun and then all the kids like came up with some really cool things that they were researching so yeah parmesan cheese can also only be considered parmesan if it comes from like there's like five different regions in italy other than, and then I had them talk about like, um, what are like some issues around the export, you know, either like ethical or moral and, um, things like that. And so the one who was doing it on Parmesan cheese, there's actually Parmesan cheese fraud, fraud. I mean, it all seems like it's not real Parmesan cheese now. Like none of it seems real. There's no way all of the Parmesan cheese that you get from Kroger, H-E-B, Target, well, that's not all from those five regions in Italy. Oh, my God. Fraud. Oh, you know what, though? It might actually be Parmesan cheese blend. So I think if it says blend, that's like your indicator. So do these companies make their own Parmesan cheese? It's just not technically a Parmesan because it's not from. So. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, that's confusing. actually like the indicator. But yeah, so that was like one of the things that <laughs> when she- when my student had looked it up and was like, did you know that Parmesan cheese fraud is a thing? And I was like, is that a reputable source? And she goes, I don't know. So I like looked at the source like, yep, looks legit. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so interesting because when you think like food fraud, I think of like the fake sushi that you can get at restaurants because yes. that's one of the like most common ones. But Parmesan cheese, that's wild. For people out here. But you know, those like big rolls are like very expensive. So. I mean, there's a there's a niche market out there for everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, it literally it be like that. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Miss Emma, Miss oh, I'm sorry, Miss Alatini. What have you been up to since our last episode? Since our last check in, our last conversation? What you been doing? Um, I like literally haven't been doing anything. I've been sick for the entire month of November. It's been awful. Um, I got sick in the beginning of the month. I was starting to cough and in my head, I was like, oh, I'm fine. You know, teachers just be out here and it's really terrible, but we'd be out there going to work with colds and things and, um, not feeling 100%. And so I started feeling sick on what, on a Monday and on Wednesday, I started to lose my voice. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like losing my voice. I like go and talk to the nurse and she's like, 
how long have you been feeling this way? And I was like, uh, since Monday. And she's like, yeah, you're actually not supposed to be in school because those are flu-like symptoms. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh, am I patient zero at school? So I felt so bad, but they made me stay home. And then it turned out I had a bacterial infection. So I was like, whatever, I'm sick. Um, After that, I also started to get gout. If anyone knows what gout is, uh, you know, you Pacific Islanders out there, y'all all know what it is because we be out here getting it all the time. Um, I also got gout in October and it just was like, I would get sick and then I would have a gout flare up and then I would get sick again and then I'd have another gout flare up. So that's how my month has been going. Um, I haven't really been doing much except for going to work and coming home just because I haven't felt really great. So on the weekends, I kind of just like chill and sleep, but I am starting to get stir crazy and I'm finally starting to feel better. So today I am hoping to get to Costco, (laughs) which is also a mission in itself. So that's kind of what I've been up to. What have you been up to, Mr. 27-year-old? Wait, are the Costcos out there as crazy, busy as the ones here? Worse. Oh my gosh. Like if you thought Costco in America was busy, no, that's like a walk in the park compared to here. I've been on both a weekday and on the weekend, and the weekdays are a little bit less, um, but it's still pretty busy. But the weekends, like, you can't even get in there with a cart. Like, it is that packed. So, yeah, I just like to go because I did see an advent calendar, and Chris and I are about to start an advent calendar series. So, I did see one last time. Um, and so that's why I'm also heading down there because I can't seem to find one that I like on Amazon. But yeah, Costco is. It's a mess. I should probably, maybe, yeah, I'll take like a, I'll take like a story so y'all can see, but, but the food is delicious. We'll say that 10 out of 10. Sometimes I do just go to Costco just so I can eat the hot dog. (laughs) So they still have like the hot dogs and the pizza there? Yeah. And it's still like really cheap. So like for 180 yen, which is, you know, still, I think it's about $1.50, maybe a little bit less than that. You can get a hot dog and a drink and the pizza is still really big. And they also have like, they have seasonal ice cream. So that's really cool. And they have like seasonal smoothies, but it's their smoothie is a slushy. So like last time it was a pear smoothie. And then because pears were in season, the time I went before that, it was grape smoothie um, because it was grape season. So right now it's, I think it's strawberry season. So maybe there'll be strawberry smoothie. I don't know. I don't know. I just like to go for the food though. (laughs) That's really nice. I didn't realize. Yeah. Also, I'm not about that Costco life. I don't think I'm going to get a membership after all. This sounds insane. I mean, the thing is, is that it's like, you're also only a family of one. Like, I'm also only a family of one. So I don't know why I have one. Um, other than the fact that I just, you know, I do be out here impulsively buying things I don't need. <laughs> what was that co-star sent today? Someone um, needs to learn delayed gratification. <laughs> Chris and I are on this app. It's called CoStar, if any of you are into astrology. I don't know how accurate it is because I still might like, I still don't know what time I was born at. And then I asked my mm. mom and she was like, how was I? I don't know. I don't remember that. And then I asked my sister and she was like, well, you were born before school got out because I got to be early released that day. <laughs> to <come laughs> and I was like, okay, so we know it was before 2 p.m. So I always assume it was like 12 p.m. Um, but that also messes up your birth chart. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah. It so doesn't necessarily on- mess it up, but it could mess yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it did say that I do need to practice delayed gratification, which mind your business. <laughs> but yeah, what have you been up to? I have really been meeting the social part of my, what is that vision board that we created? 
It only took I 11 like months. Been, <laughs> only took, first of all, I feel like I've just been going out a lot more, like doing stuff with people and like just being out and about and exploring stuff. Um, so I think for one of my coworkers' birthdays, we went to a sushi place, which I was very hesitant about for so many reasons. A, you have it stuck in my head that you're just like, hmm, it's Fort Worth. How fresh could this fish really be? Then I was like, well, I don't even eat fish, so I don't even got to worry about it. But <laughs> a lot of sushi places, like, I don't know, sometimes their vegetarian or vegan options are like rice and, and seaweed. <laughs> Yeah, like that's their, that's all they got. And so this place like actually had significant options, which was really nice. Um, overall, it was still expensive. For your expensive. vegan sushi? Yes, it was. I think that's also why I'm like, mm, sushi is not the move. It was Blue Sushi Sake Grill in Fort Worth. And I think overall, I'd have to give it like a three and a half out of five stars. It was very cold. They did have a really nice fish tank. Parking was trash, trash, oh, no. terrible in that whole area. Where, Absolutely where, where trash. Was it? It's on. It's like right across from all of the um, the museums. So like the arts district and West Seventh. Oh, like, yeah, it's a very popping part of Fort Worth. But like the restaurant itself did not, not have parking. any. Mm-hmm, it didn't have any dedicated parking at all. So you had to just like. Try your best to find it somewhere, like on the street or somewhere. And uh, no, I didn't. They didn't have any partnerships with any of the garages. Nothing. So parking was trash. The food was expensive and kind of meh. Oh. And I don't. And I again, I did not try the regular sushi. I don't know what the rest of it was like. Everyone else's stuff was real interesting. Like they, there were some that like they brought the meat on these really hot rocks, and then the meat cooked. On the rocks in front of oh, you. They did the they did the yaki the yakitori. I think so. But then they also brought out uh, one of the other people that I was with ordered a tea, and you know how I am with tea, and it wasn't even it was lukewarm. They were like, "Oh, can you like trying to get the tea to steep in lukewarm water? Tea don't steep in lukewarm water. How did this? I don't understand. You could touch the pot. The pot was not it was not hot at all." When you're trying to like steep tea, you should not be able to touch anything but the little handle that the pot was on. I, mm mm. But, but they did have a nice fish tank. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's really where the three stars comes from. Honestly. So, overall, you're right. Probably only three. I don't know why I gave it three and a half. Maybe the regular food was good, like the vegetarian, vegan options, whatever. It's, I always find like sushi is just really expensive anyway. So the price to food ratio is a little off for me, but there is a ramen spot next door, Hanabi ramen that I really want to try. So I'll let you know how that place goes. We'll see. I don't know. They have a vegetarian option. You didn't try the vegetarian option. So yes, very true. I, okay. So my big thing about sushi restaurants, and I'm about to be that person is because <laughs> we live in Fort Worth, y'all. It's not even like even if it if even if I was in Houston, I don't even think I would eat sushi there either because I've seen the water. I got engaged right next to the water and was like, I'm not even gonna swim in that because I might come out with ten legs. Um, you know, so like anywhere in Texas, I already just don't trust it. Um also, you know, I've only literally probably been to one legitimate sushi place in Texas, and that 
was like a two hour wait and it was, you know, actual Japanese people working there. Um, so that's why I'm also kind of iffy. I'm like, is this colonized sushi? Because, you know, they'd be jacking up the price for no reason. Um, come through California roll, you know, or like my mom's biggest, what she, my mom's biggest pet peeve is cream cheese on sushi. She's like, why do they do that? So it's the Philadelphia roll. It's made with eel. But to like offset the eel, they because it's like kind of I don't even know the word for it. It's like really savory, and it's in this sauce. So they put cream mm. cheese on it to make it more creamy. I personally mm-hmm. don't think it's like terrible, but my mom's like, no, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> and so you know, now living out here too, even like when I eat sushi, I'm like, oh, yep, this sushi is it. But also, you know, I understand now the sustainability of sushi out here. It's not great. You know, you should not be going to all-you-can-eat sushi. That's not sustainable for the world. Um, But yeah. Probably not all-you-can-eat much of anything. Exactly. Anything you can do all-you-can-eat should not be sustainable. But I have been to that Hanabe ramen place. I've been to most of the ramen spots in Fort Worth, and I have not been overly impressed with any of them. Um, Even some of the places here, I'm like, hmm, this is not like... I've been to one that I really like, but I did go to another one, and I was like, ooh. (laughs) So... You can even have bad ramen mm-hmm. in Japan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've only been to two. The one in Arlington and the one in California. And, oh, that's not true. I went to one in Dallas. I knew the one in Dallas wasn't good. And I had never even really had ramen all that much. <laughs> and I knew that one was not good. And then the one in Arlington was kind of meh. Yeah. And then the one in the one that we went to in California, you'd been talking it, talking it up. So, you know, sometimes people would be talking it up and then it's trash. But like, nah, that one. Oh, did that one? That hit? one, like, did you like that? It one? lived. Mm-hmm. It oh. lived up to its little expectations. So I was like, Look okay, I could go here again. But that was also I'm too. Just saying. I was like talking up the meat option, you know, because I always go there and I only eat the meat option. And they very recently only added that vegetarian option because when Isaac mm-hmm. and I used to go there in high school, it was literally only the option that I had, and it would just get like the sizes would get bigger, but there was never a vegetarian option, and so. You know, once they started building out their shops and everything, I was really surprised. So that's how I knew that we could go there because the last time I had gone to California, I was like, oh, let me check like the vegetarian options. And I was like, okay, yep, it's out here. And it's not just like, you know, like, oh, we're going to do like a vegetarian broth and throw some noodles in it. It was, it was, you know, pretty, pretty substantial. <laughs> Cause that's what happened in Arlington is mm-hmm. they just threw some noodles and some vegetarian broth. And I was like, I could have made this at home myself. Um, and I don't even I don't even know how to do ramen, and I could have figured this out. So that one in California, it was worth it. But yeah, so I did that, and then, mm-hmm. and then I also did my little nailed it party, and it was a lot of fun. But it was a tragic train wreck because my oven didn't work, and I didn't figure it out until it was happening. And so instead of making cakes, we made cake soup. <laughs> it was, you know, the the foundations were there. Everyone's like foundational principles. Like it probably would have been cake, but I don't know what happened. It's been fixed. Everything ended up well, which kind of leads into Thanksgiving because I was then able to bake everything for Thanksgiving. Like I kind of went, I went a little, I went a little out of the box this year. I usually just make cookies, but I made a whole pie from scratch mm, this it year. So good. Was it delicious? It was. Know. It was a true like four out of five star. Okay, or pie, because the aesthetics were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The crust was crusty, like whatever crust is. You know, <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, it's it's 
chewy or oh it's don't, burnt you know it like don't say that your crust was crusty <laughs> <laughs> it look it was like crumbly. a crust it was crumbly whatever the adjective is it did it did the crust <laughs> thing okay and then the texture was really good and the only thing that I think I got to figure out is the egg to sugar ratio because it, yeah. like, taste-wise, it was just a little on the egg side. I was like, this is odd. I didn't expect that. And so I just had to figure out. Because, again, like you said, baking is one of those, like, you can't just be out here tampering with stuff. And so I don't want to, like, take out an egg and then add a bunch of sugar and then that throws the texture off. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I got to, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out, though. But I enjoyed it. It sounds like what you had ended up making. Because it even looked like it, too, when I first saw it. Have you ever had a custard pie? No. Oh, that's what it kind of looked like when you first made it. The top was a little bit more crumbly, which is, I'm assuming, from mm-hmm. the sugar. But then when you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it was very eggy. That's like such a custard pie mm. adjective. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. then where it's like, what is the differentiation? Because I've only really had custard pie. I don't think I've ever had buttermilk pie. So I'm not sure if they're the same, <laughs> which would be, you know, like, that's like a South name. That's like the Southern name for it is buttermilk pie. And then maybe in Hawaii, it's custard pie. But it did look like a custard pie to me, just like not shiny. Um, they're so. also called chess pies. So those are the two uh, names I know, buttermilk and chess. I don't know about this custard thing, but mm-hmm. it was good overall. And then I made, ooh, I made black no, red velvet cookies with Yum. white chocolate, um, Fro- white chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was really good too. The only thing I was missing was frosting, and it's honestly just because I hate. I like making frosting. I like eating frosting, but like getting the frosting out of the bowl or the bag onto the product and making it not look tragic or messy is just such a process. So I didn't go through. I didn't make the cream cheese icing that I wanted to make, but the cookie itself, it's real good. And you know, sometimes it's about the foundation, right? Like the, like, I think that there's sometimes where a lot of people try to overcompensate with really delicious frosting and it does, you know, it, it can carry it, but I think it's always about like the actual thing itself. So if you had a solid cookie, imagine if you put the frosting on it now, Ooh, mm-hmm. yum. next level. The tea with crema is coming out with a bakery. Please look out. Someone's but Oh, wait, that was my oh. that was my doorbell. Hold on. Oh, okay. I'll just be here. It's fine. Give me a second. Yeah, can you talk mm-hmm. for 30 seconds? Can you take yes, a minute just... so I know what time to cut at? Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm coming, I'm coming. It's probably Emma's Amazon fresh delivery. Ooh, she did say she's weighing on an IKEA delivery. Hmm. Oh, Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> IKEA. Yay! Oh my god! I knew she was she was sending a package. Okay, so you took what time? Twenty three thirty. So I got a package. I got two packages actually. I also got my IKEA stuff. I finally bought some throw pillows for my couch, um, hmm. and then I bought a blanket for my couch because I bought a blanket from like the hundred yen store, but it's literally a lap blanket. But you know, I like to be like mm-hmm. on the couch like all snuggled up and stuff so did that um and then my mom said she was sending me a november box she just texted me today too and she was like did you get your package yet and i was like no i've been waiting and no one has sent me anything so look at us now i have now i have two packages i get to open 
So that's your November box. So she yeah. sends them towards the end of the month. Well, she sent it a week, maybe 10 days ago. See, I'm going to ask her how much these little packages are. I'd be finding, oh, like, no. pineapple stuff. No, don't do it. It's so expensive. It's wild. You know, like, shipping from the U.S. to Japan, it's one of those things where I'm like, do I really need it or can I wait till next year or can I find it? And so clothes things, like, I didn't bring any of my I didn't bring any of my beanies. I didn't bring any of my scarves because I was pretty sure I'd be able to find it here. And, um, you know, my hand's just a little bit on the larger side. So <laughs> have not been able to find a beanie here. Have not been able to find scarves, even though I see everybody wearing scarves. I don't know if I'm just looking in the wrong place or what's going on. Um, but yeah, so I did that. So she had to send some over to me because I have all the things at home. It was just I was limited in the number of suitcases I brought over. So and she still brought eight. So I brought five. <laughs> <laughs> First I'm of all. still trying to figure out how you carried five off the plane or from the little. Oh, you should have seen me. I was out there. Like, I was like, it was wild. I look like a freaking superhero. And then to make matters worse, when I had to bring it up in the hotel. So the first hotel I stayed in was like super bougie and they like brought it to me. The second hotel I stayed in, not as bougie. I had to do it all on my own. And at that moment, I was like, frick, man, I was really regretting it. <laughs> This is it. This is where I go. This is too much. This, I go home from here. I'm leaving. I cannot do this anymore. Oh my gosh. Well, how was your first Thanksgiving not at home or with family? It was a normal day because they don't celebrate Thanksgiving here. That's a very American holiday, you know, so I worked. It was funny, though, because my American students did take the day off. <laughs> They just took a whole day, a whole sick day, didn't come in. It was funny because one of my students had their their father emailed and was like, we are having a family day today for Thanksgiving, parentheses, an American holiday, and parentheses, she will not be coming to school today. <laughs> Which I guess you also have to say because like not all of the teachers at the school are American teachers either. Yeah, exactly. So like all the American teachers were all like, oh, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And you know, me over here. Being decolonized AF. I was like, yeah, happy Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> I just, so y'all gonna know about this. I was like, I just be out here just, you know, making all the white teachers mad. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really celebrate. I also haven't really celebrated Thanksgiving recently. I think last year I went home. The year before that I went to Australia. <laughs> The year before mm. that, you know, it's been like, I've been slowly trying to phase it out just because I do want to be, I don't know, more cognizant about the holiday. I do enjoy Thanksgiving for the food. Um, mm -hmm. And the school did provide a Thanksgiving lunch, which was really cute. They had turkey and stuffing and pumpkin pie and green beans and cranberry sauce. So it was like a cute little thing. And I was like, ooh, and I don't even have to do dishes afterwards. So mm -hmm. even better. Um, but yeah, so this is now your, what, fifth year hosting? I think so. Yeah. That sounds I about mean, right. How was everything with that? Or do you feel like you have like a system down? You guys were in a new kitchen. This might have been the fourth year. I think I actually went home the first year I was in DFW and then hosted after that. You know what? You, I think you did because you didn't have furniture, remember? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think that would have went very well. Um, so I think it's the fourth year. Yeah. And then I think first and foremost, you know, the more times you do something, the better you get at it. Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten pretty, like the routine is down today or this year we did the, again, we did the baking on Wednesday instead of trying to do everything on the same day. Oh. And I think 
that helped make everything a lot smoother. Yeah. And so that was really nice. And Kyrie was very helpful, in fact. Oh. And yeah, it was really nice. I think for the most part, it just worked out. There are a few things that didn't, but I think that just comes with the territory of trying to arrange things with a lot of different people who have different schedules. And so some things work out, some things not so much, and it'd be like that. But overall, I would say probably one of my favorite Thanksgivings in a little minute. Oh, I love that. We love to see it. And I feel like your traditions are growing too. Did you guys do your um, turkey or the, don't you guys do color something? Turkey. Don't you guys like color Oh, no, that's for that Christmas. Christmas. Ah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never mind. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's very chill. We did try to get pajamas from Old Navy, and Old Navy was a mess. A mess. They have one of the best, I mean, they have one of the best Black Fridays, I will say. I do love Old Navy specifically for its Black Friday. Mm -hmm. So that didn't work, but it's fine. We'll still probably get them from Old Navy. It just, Mm -hmm. it was truly just like a pile of pajamas. Yeah. Messy. And your your boy does not do door doorbusters. I don't care about cap uh, capitalism that much. <laughs> so, mm-mm. He's out here. Nope. Yeah. yeah, we. It was nice to just kind of like wake up whenever, have some breakfast, some coffee, talk, chat, and then yeah, we just went to mostly furniture stores. I'm still looking for a day bed or sleeper sofa for my guest room. I think I'm leaning towards day bed now. It seems a little bit more flexible and affordable. So mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm, I'm just trying to find a one that like does most of the things that I'm looking for. There's so many options. So many, so many options. So many options. It's wild. So we'll see. I'll let you know what ends up going in the room. So yeah. And I'm still looking for Woo! things for my guest room too. So. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be a work in progress for as long as I decide to live here. Who knows? Maybe I won't even have to, like, make up anything because with the way that the borders are currently looking, nobody going to be visiting me for any time soon. So, <laughs> so we going to see. It'd be like that, though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, any other major updates you would like to include? Nope. Yay! You? Anything for you? I applied for my passport, finally. Yes! Pass- password? Uh- passport. All right. Well, Emma, it's time for our... Rapid fire question! Ba, 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 ba. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you have your question set, ready to go. What has been your favorite Christmas gift to date? It could be also something that you've bought for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, favorite Christmas gift to date. Oh my gosh. I think, I know my mom gets me a lot of like really practical stuff. Yeah. And so things that like, and it's really, I don't know if I can like remember any of it off the top of my head, but probably something that she's gotten me because again, she gets me like, she literally like will wait throughout the whole year mm-hmm. and like pay attention to things that you mentioned. And she's like, Oh, have you, did you ever find this thing that you were looking for in like April or whatever? And I'll be like, Oh no, I didn't find it. It's fine. And then boom, it's there. But <laughs> it's really subtle. Cause like, it's not like. I don't, you know, sometimes you get that, like, Christmas present and you know it's a Christmas present because it's, like, either Christmas-themed or it's not, like, super useful. Yeah. But, like, no, like, the things that she gets me for Christmas are, like, super useful. So I can't, I lose track of, like, which things are from Christmas and which things are just, like, general because I use it, like, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I would say pretty much anything that she gets oh, me for the I was kitchen. like, um, you still haven't said anything. I would say that my favorite Christmas gift that your mom has got you was your KitchenAid. <laughs> <laughs> she did get that stand mixer coming in through. It was on sale. We just went for it. Like We just did it that one day. So um, I also will say that that was my favorite Christmas gift for you. But my favorite Christmas gift that I've ever received, and I think I can like just remember the joy that I felt when I received it, was my first desk <laughs> I was 10 years old, maybe a little bit younger, actually. And so I like had opened up all my presents and there was one final present. And my mom was like, oh, there's another one under the tree. So I like looked at it and I open it up and it's a small box. And I'm like, okay, what's in the small box? And I take it out. And my sister had decorated rocks one year for school. Like a, they had like a pet rock. I don't know. The rock had a big <laughs> But all of a sudden, I pull, out, I pull out the pet rock and I'm like, what the heck? What is this thing? And it says, like, you've been bad or like, you've been naughty this year. So here's your piece of coal. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been bad, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it, it like had an arrow and it was like, turn it around. And it was like, just kidding. Your present was too big to fit under the tree. It's in the garage. So I like go to the garage and I open the garage and there is my beautiful desk. <laughs> Now, I don't, I can't tell y'all if I ever actually worked at my desk, but I was just very excited because I felt like I was such a big kid, you know? I was like, ooh, I'm out here, I'm official, I got a, I got a desk. So maybe that's where my love of desks and stationery started. <laughs> you know, I'm out here, I can read at this desk, I can do my homework at this desk, I can you know, study. I can do all the things. So yeah, that's probably what Did she do the things? Hmm. You know, to be, to be continued, I don't know. I have to go ask <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's really nice. Wow. The rock. That's my favorite. These little pet rocks. I cannot. <laughs> she had the kit ready to go. <laughs> she was out here. Um, okay, so what is your rapid fire question for today? My rapid fire question comes from Twitter again, because that's where I get a lot of information. And my question is, who would you say are your five most listened to artists from high school? Oh, <laughs> That's a good one. I was just wondering ah. my Spotify. Um, high school. Ooh. High school was Ooh. really... High school was a little Ooh. rough. <laughs> Ooh. Um, definitely Paramore. Paramore is on that list. Uh, Trey Songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, no shame. It'd be like that. You know, it'd be like that. Um, oh, God. I don't even know. I can't even think back that far, honestly. Uh, can you say some of yours and maybe it'll be on mine too? Okay, so my my top three, pretty easy. It mm-hmm. is Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. Britney Spears, Katy Perry. Ah, like, good ones. Easy, easy top three. Yeah. And then I don't even because no, it wasn't Paramore because they were not. They were a middle school band for me. They were not popping at the time mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. Um, I wish that you could like sort your little your library by by um oh, by I year. Have mine. I have mine. Okay. Um Justin Bieber was on there because that's when he had come out with Baby was my freshman year or mm. year. And I had one of my really good friends bought me the album on Apple Music. So he was definitely on there. Um oh my gosh, Tree Songs for sure. It was definitely Oh, what else? I listened to... No, he doesn't... I mean, he did start making music, but at the time, he was doing a lot of covers. Sam Sui from <gasps> YouTube. What? Mm-hmm. Sam Sui. That's a good one. Okay. Oh, I definitely had um, 303 was on there. Not your most listened to. No, yes. Emma. Yes. 
I like, you know, like that trash, trash, like trap era was literally my jam. Like Kesha would have been on there too. You know, like that whole vibe. Mm. Like, that was a vibe. Like, it was a, it, it had us in a chokehold. I actually saw 303 in concert. That's how much I, I liked them. <laughs> my God. I would say oh. Kesha's probably on my list now that you've mentioned it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then I had like a cute little K-pop moment as well. So, but yeah, I was. Definitely, oh, that was your your K-pop era. Yeah, and it was like it was like a lot of K-pop, like R and B. I still wasn't really sure about like my music choice, but yeah, definitely. So top five was Paramore, uh, Trey songs. <laughs> You know, he just he just got me. I just understood, did not understand anything. <laughs> what did I what did I know? I knew nothing, but I was out here singing like I knew some things. Mm-hmm. Um I maybe even Taylor Swift would have been on there because her Speak Now album had just come out. Just and you said Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, yep, and 303. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Oh my that god. Was, that was a yeah, you can clearly see I had no um you know, I I did not discriminate against any type of genre. If it was out there, it was out there. I listened to it. It was fair game. Mm-hmm. It was a fair game. But that was like the year of like, like, even Lil Wayne was like doing all that weird stuff. You know, Kanye West was doing all that weird stuff too. We had Estelle coming out. Ooh, mm-hmm. That was such a good like. That was Lil Wayne good- was doing some like, yeah, my brother was always listening to Amelie. Like, Amelie, when I tell Amelie, you, Amelie, Amelie. I hate that song so much i'm just like immediately like it just throws me back to like my brother being in the shower playing that song like on the speaker on repeat not the album no no no, no. not song. many songs just that one song just on it repeat like, you know what though it was like the era of skinny jean rappers um, you know, we had that one, the, you know, those boys, the, you're a jerk, you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Them, they was out here. They performed at my school. Far East Movement performed at my school too. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, when I think of high school, it is like the epitome of these men in skinny jeans. <sighs> Nostalgic. Yep. That was high school. <laughs> that was a great way to end this episode. <laughs> I did it. So where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Stitcher Podcast, or anywhere else that you can stream your podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at, and Instagram at the Tea with Crema. You can also support us and buy me some other non-basic teas on Venmo at the Tea with Crema. We hope to see you next time. Bye.